I hope that your 2023 is off to an amazing start. Today, we're going to shake it up a little bit. I don't want to talk to you about your word for 2023. I don't want to talk to you about your goals. I don't want to talk to you about reflections because you're probably inundated on social media with all of those things right now. What I want to talk about is three really profound lessons that I am noticing that not only my clients, that I myself have really embraced in 2022 and am choosing to take forward into 2023 because I know that it will serve us well. And so if you need just that little bit of a boost or a little bit of an insight of how to make 2023 even better, then this is an episode that you don't want to miss. Welcome to The Road to Seven. I'm your host, Sheila Cummins. I am an entrepreneur, a mentor, an investor, a wife, and mom to three beautiful children. Women entrepreneurs are up-leveling and changing the rules for business strategy, leadership, success, money, and impacting the world every single day. The Road to Seven is the diary of business strategy for women entrepreneurs. We meet you where you're at in your business and champion you along the road to your vision. And I am honored you chose to join us today. Ready to go? Buckle up. It's time to hit the road. Welcome back to The Road to Seven with Sheila Cummins. I am your host, Sheila Cummins. And today I'm going to talk about three lessons that I think will serve all of us really well as we head into a fresh year, a new start, all of that you know, traditional things that we talk about at this time of year. And I thought I'd take lessons that came through both from my reflecting and planning for 2023, but also that of my clients. I went and looked for patterns and trends that sort of transcended across all the different groups of people that I work with. And so hopefully there's something in here for you today. And the very first concept is this one of needing to fight with your business, fighting to get the results that you want, fighting to get a new client, fighting to do a launch. You know, there's two ways that you can toilet train a kid. You either can fight with them with everything that you've got and know that it's going to take twice as long for them to figure it out. Or you can just let them guide the process and support them as they need. You know, your business is the same. When you are so focused on a specific result or a specific barometer of success, and your entire well-being and worthiness is related to that result, you are playing in a very, very dangerous playground. When you are so focused on hitting some goal, maybe so you can talk about it because it's a credibility booster for you, because it's it's this random data that you've put in front of something that's happening in your business. You know, I see it with with launches, for example. Well, I'll only know that it's a successful launch if I get, you know, 17 and a half people in this program, because that's what industry standard says that I should have. And if you get 15, it's just not good enough. 
there's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with the system. There's something wrong with the world. There's something wrong with society. You've lost track of the bigger picture here, folks. Now, I know that you can't run programs, a group program with one or two people. That's not lost on me. But if you set out to get four to six or 17 in your program and you get just shy of that, then there's nothing wrong with who you are. It's not that your launch didn't work. It's that there's something in your marketing or sales that needs to be different next time. Maybe it's a number thing. Maybe enough people simply did not see your offer. Maybe you just were talking to the wrong people or you were saying something in a way that didn't resonate. Or maybe it was the wrong time of year. But when you take those results and you wear it as an utter personal failure, then you are just setting yourself up for a year after year of disappointment and irritation and frustration. And chances are you'll eventually throw in the towel. You know, I don't know how many programs I've launched. I've had five-figure launches. I've had six-figure launches. I've had zero-figure launches. You know, throughout all of these launches, I stay the exact same person. I'm still well-loved by my husband. My kids still think I'm their mom and a pain in their ass. It has no bearing on who I am as a person. Those results are literally a result of the strategy, of the tactics, of the, of the headspace I was in. And so we cannot be wearing our results as personal failures. You and your business are two different entities. And when you keep intertwining the two and you keep putting your worthiness based on the results that your business gets, then this is going to be a short road for you. It's unsustainable because then you turn into fight. And when you're in that state of fight, you're pushing things that don't want to be pushed. You're trying things that don't need to be tried. You're, you know, putting stories on yourself or on, you know, how business works that are not going to serve you in the long run. Okay, so the launch didn't go how you wanted. Maybe we postpone the group by a couple months and try again. Maybe we simply need to get new people into your funnel so that you're talking to a fresh audience. Maybe you've already shaken the tree of people that are in your community and you haven't had enough new blood in there to be able to get a new load of people who need what you need. Maybe you were up against five other launches from people who have more ad spend than you. Maybe you were trying to launch something that people just didn't understand. Okay. When you can unwed yourself from the results, and by that, I mean you disconnect your self-value, your self-worth, your self-confidence from the result that you get through actions in your company, then you are going to be able to shift and stay in that place of flow. Yeah, for sure you get to be disappointed. For sure you get to second guess. But folks, you are doing yourself harm by having this tightly linked pathway between your business results and who you are as a person. And so lesson number one, if you can just bring into 2023 that you are going to work as hard as you can and take the most strategic action possible to get the results that you desire, 
And if you don't, then we need to simply go back and look at why. You are still the same great person. Lesson number two that I see so often is people setting attainable goals. And I'm really, I guess I'm kind of questioning this whole goal setting process that has been ingrained in us because I think that it's kind of limiting. I see people saying, well, I'm only going to raise my revenue by by 15% this year, say, or I want to go, you know, and hit 300,000 and I made 275 last year, or I want to hit the seven figure mark. But I think that when you put those tight barometers on what it is that you want to achieve, you're actually coming at it from a place that is not going to serve you. What if you said, you know, this year I'm going to continue my revenue growth and extend my impact? Or what if you said something like, you know, this year I'm going to aim for over seven figures and see how far I can get? They are both the same thing. But what they do is they invite you to come at it from a different place. One is focused only on robotic action. I have to hit 300 this year. I'm going to sell X amount of this program, X amount of this program, and I'm going to you know, earn this much through this contract. Well, what if we said, I'm going to be really shooting for my revenue to be through the roof well past 300 this year? I'm going to look at selling as many seats into this program as possible. I'm going to focus on bringing in this number of new clients. What if we just opened it up a little bit? Because when you limit yourself, you are making it safe, which really is tied back to what I said before in that you are tying things to the end result that don't need to be tied. And what you're doing is limiting yourself from what's possible. I can tell you that in January 2022, I started out with a vision that this was the year that my micro-lending company was going to get off the ground. I could have come at it from two different ways. I could have come at it by saying, this year I'm going to have 250000 in capital that I'm going to be lending out to four different entrepreneurs. I'm going to have 150 in the bank. The rest is going to be out in $25,000 loans. I could have had that tight of a vision. But instead, I tried something new and I said, this is the year that I'm going to launch my micro lending platform and it's going to look like what it's going to look like. I for sure had ideas about how many people I wanted to bring in, how much money I want to raise, and that's not changing. But I got that program up and off the ground. We have a loan out there that's fueling an incredible entrepreneur. And I've got, I don't know, probably seven or eight different conversations in works with various people who want to be involved in various different ways. But I'm not a failure because I didn't hit the 250 that I wanted. It just is fuel for me to keep going because I've been able to focus in on the process of getting this out. The the idea that I can take this this concept that's completely out of my realm of understanding. I have no idea how this can work. I don't know what it feels like to lend money. I don't, you know, I'm not an investment banker. I don't know how to make this happen, but this is the year that I'm going to explore and figure out how. Now 2023 is going to be the year that I figure out how to grow it. I want to have more loans out there. 
I want to have more lenders and mentors working in our programs. But I don't know that I need three mentors who each give me X amount of money. That's limiting what it is that I want to do. And so what goal do you have that you are making impossible by putting on these really tight parameters? Whereas if you just opened it a little bit, you could see that what is possible is right in front of you. And so by believing that you can make the perceived impossible possible, you're opening up a whole new opportunity realm in front of you. And so as you're looking forward to 2023, let's look at the intentions that you're setting. And in this annual strategic planning that I've been running over these, I've done a couple sessions, I really am helping people look at the intention that they want versus the exact specific goal that they're going to use to measure whether it's been a positive year or not. And it has been a life changer for some people. I've had responses where they're saying, oh my gosh, I just feel so enlightened. I feel so excited. You know, I was dreading having to put a number on my revenue versus focusing on literally just growing it beyond what it was and seeing how far I can take it. It's how you make the impossible possible. And you end up getting way more clarity on the strategic actions that you need to take and on the belief systems that you need to really be challenging and in many, many times rewriting to be able to achieve that goal. Folks, we can make the impossible possible. It just happens one move at a time. The third and final lesson is this concept of fear. I see women so many times, and myself included, friends, listen, this isn't, I'm not standing on my soapbox pontificating about something that doesn't happen to me. I literally have blended what I'm seeing versus what I'm experiencing. Fear is a thing. And fear appears in your life through so many different ways, through procrastination, through perfectionism, through avoidance, through, you know, sticking your head in the sand, through, oh my gosh, I, I can't even keep talking about it because there's just so many ways. And yeah, I think you've got to be able to see how fear appears in your life. The thing is, there's nothing wrong with fear. It is just a way for your body, your self-conscious to protect you and to say, hey, listen, you're really pushing a boundary here. I'd like to keep you safe. And you can choose to actually accept that boundary or you can say, you know, thank you. I actually don't need protecting. I can handle anything that comes my way. And so if we could just Brene Brown this, this podcast for a moment, it's literally a lesson of courage. Feeling the fear, acknowledging it, and taking the action anyways. And knowing that whatever happens on the back end, you're going to be okay. That is the trust that's needed when you're growing your business. You're not trusting that you're going to hit a revenue goal. You're not trusting that the universe is going to hand deliver everything that you want. It goes deeper than that. You're trusting that whatever is handed to you, you can handle. You can figure it out. You are resourceful and resilient and you have grit and you can work through anything that gets presented to you. 
And so this whole idea of I can't call them, I can't do a post, I can't put myself out there. It's, you know, you are holding yourself back because you're choosing to avoid the feeling of fear. Fear is a good thing. Fear is a terrific barometer. And it's one of those emotions that we get to choose to embrace and hang on tight or we get to choose to move through. And the only way through fear is courage. And so my wish for you is abundance for 2023. My wish for you is pretty clear. It's really, let's make the impossible possible one step at a time. Let's let go from the results and just Give everything that we've got in order to make our results possible. Let's just embrace courage, feel the fear, and take action anyway. Because 2023 is yours for the taking. It's all going to come down to a decision. A decision that you are going to make it the year that you want. I don't care if you're making $777,000 this year, or you make $800,000 this year, or $801.53, just doesn't matter. What if you just made the decision to do a little more, to take one more action, to try one new thing, just push the envelope just that much more to be able to get you to where it is that you want to be? Have a terrific year, and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to The Road to Seven. If you found value in what you've heard today, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review. You might just get a shout-out on an upcoming episode, and you never know when I'm going to be mailing some surprise treats to our reviewers. Make sure to subscribe so you automatically get notified when new episodes are released. Are you looking for a way to connect with other entrepreneurs that are facing the same challenges as you? I'd love to connect with you in the Road to 7 Facebook group on Instagram and LinkedIn. Just head to SheilaCummins.com. You will find all the links that you need right there. Together, we'll explore more ways to support your shift into action so that you can grow your business to finally match your vision. I love aligning your vision of success with strategic and intentional actions because that is how we will grow your business to match your vision. I focus on women, all women, because women hold the keys and the power to creating a powerful and positive world through their impact. We'll see you on the next episode.